हे हे एवरी वन वेलकम टू दर्ड एपिसोड स्पीकिंग विद जो एंड हिरन फॉर दो होस्ट ज्योतिषा एंड आई एम हिरन वी डी बंक एवरीथिंग इन दर्ल्ड ऑफ फाइनेंस इन्वेस्टमेंट एंड स्टॉक मार्केट फ्रॉम अर एक्सप्लेनर्स टू अंडरस्टैंडिंग ट्रेंड्स द बेस्ट ऑफ वॉट हैपनिंग इन फाइनेंस टूडे सिंप्लीफाइड whether you're an aficionado or an amateur looking to dip your toes into the world of finance or maybe you're just looking to give sassy comebacks to a worldly masculine subreddit screaming about stocks with patrick bateman <laughs> in the background of every post this podcast is for you so quickly hit that subscribe button <laughs> that's right jyotisha if it's not patrick bateman it's uh, ryan gosling or killian murphy somehow uh, anyway in today's episode we are going to be talking with a financial expert and we are going to be analyzing with them how investing and particularly investing advice has become an enormously popular True. media trend and content niche in and of itself yeah and i think it's more important now than ever to talk about this given hmm. the unimaginably increasing market for this space especially with gen z being the biggest consumer of yeah. these financial advice of the internet it raises large concerns about credibility and reliability of the information source you know hmm. but so many youngsters are consuming this content with little to no regulation of the source hmm, true to dive deep into this we spoke to the very eminent and insightful finance expert Jyoti Nair Yes Ms Jyoti has had over 30 years of experience in financial assets consultancy product development and such and she's worked with huge names like JP Morgan Chase Flipkart Motorola Yahoo HackerRank Bharat Electronics and such and ma'am we are actually uh, especially excited to have you today because you've extensively spoken in your interviews about the intersection of yeah. AI new technology and new current media trends with how these in things affect investment and financial landscape yeah thank you so much for conversing with us today ma'am thank you i'm happy to be here yeah so uh, let's get uh, right to it in today's episode right um one of the most rapidly growing content niche and media trend today you can call it an industry almost at this point is this large population on the internet providing financial um, investing advice right and they're called finfluencers um influencers provide financial advice now how much do you guys think this market makes take a guess a ballpark guess um i don't have the exact numbers but every time there is a scam that comes up or somebody gets cheated uh, we get those numbers in the papers right yeah. um i do believe that you know the the internet and the youtube while it has had uh, a lot of good effects there's also the other side of it which is which is uh, um a lot of people get taken for a ride because mm-hmm. there are these self assumed uh, um you know experts right, uh, yeah. from right yeah. from cooking to to you know to whether to finance or whether to aiml they have an opinion on everything right so yeah. um what we don't while we do not know the uh, standing of these people and and how much of um, how much of accuracy they bring into their statements or their recordings um what happens is there are gullible people out there who just follow the advice and they eventually end up into trouble so yeah. even even without going into uh like financial investment i'd like to talk about ever since we went digital a lot of uh readups that you see in the paper nowadays yeah. is about people who got scammed right yeah. because of yeah. not necessarily investments it like it's about you know buy, buying something or paying for something online or 
people yeah. trying to get a refund or something eventually end up you know getting conned right yeah. Yeah. so there are so there is that whole space which if utilized usefully obviously makes us um, makes us all um, makes it a very valuable space to be mm-hmm. in but there's also the other part of it which is uh, which is the credibility right yeah. so when you have influence and i know there are a lot of influencers and a lot of them are like um, um people who have absolutely no credibility no backing <laughs> yeah. and they just sort of read up something from somewhere and and they're going on and as long as you get you get a certain number of subscribers and you can make money out of it yeah. it's good right and nobody's holding them accountable the best part about the worst part about these organizations or these kind of uh, video or podcast mm-hmm. is that nobody can hold you accountable right so your people lose ending up losing money mm. um so scams can happen at multiple levels right you have you had the whole 2008 um, uh, financial recession which yeah. happened which was which was a scam at such a large level with with technology and yeah. with yeah. brains yeah. of all the wrong kinds of people involved and then you have these smaller scams on this side where they're telling you that this is the uh, the company that you should be investing yeah, yeah. and we will so the thing is um we just for research for this particular episode uh, if you type just investment yeah. on youtube right yeah. now just that yeah. one word yeah. the first video that shows up has the title and thumbnail of thumbnail of profit 8000 dollars in 8 minutes yeah. it has 9.3k views and i yeah. think it's it, that issue of credibility also comes from the sort of clickbaity yes. um yes claims and promises being made yes yeah and uh, for the question that here in at uh, post that is the market is 104 billion dollars yes this market makes just that much and before we analyze much deep into this uh, topic i would like to you know show light on the fact that the target audience uh, are the gen z hmm. population so what do you think um, about the benefits or are there any problems with the consumer of this content being gen z while the influencers are also gen z yeah i think both of them are uninformed both uh, the influencer <laughs> as well as the consumer of the data right because <laughs> like the blind leading the blind right mm. so if you were really want to take investment advice you have to take from the experts like if mm. you were to go with like really uh people who've been out there in the field i would talk about somebody like a warren buffett right he's been right, here for yeah. years yeah. and he knows what to do and where to go and right uh, i am sure he doesn't have uh, that kind of investment advisor or or a channel on the youtube yeah. where he tells people that right um so i think the problem is that the gen z is looking for easy money they're looking for mm. ways to make easy money and they believe that um other people out there have probably cracked it and there may be a few stories here and there of you know folks um in in western countries hmm. um having had their own podcasts yeah. or video channels and uh, and like i said this is a vicious circle right yeah so you when when you when you build up subscribers youtube pays you money regardless yeah. of whether you know whether whether what you what you putting actually those guys should be held accountable for it right True. Uh, yeah. but they are just saying they're a medium and they're only passing on information they're not mm. be, should not be responsible for it mm. i'm hoping sometime in the future there will be some kind of uh, regulation and control on some of these things right now coming back to yes gen z looking for it and gen z providing it it is blind leading the blind um, <laughs> it is kids uh, looking for easy money out and other bunch of kids on the other side thinking that okay here are some suckers and you know right, we can yeah. sorry wrong word no uh, <laughs> okay. that's okay yeah. so we can we can you know why why don't we guide them or misguide them right and mm. nobody has ever gotten back saying yeah, yeah i did this or even if they did like 15 comments in that would be i yeah, i tried it i made money hmm. or some somewhere down further down would be like dude what are you saying i don't you know what yeah. it doesn't even make sense <laughs> yeah. right 
so i think it's a um, I, i think what we need to do what the gen z needs to know is it's not easy there's hard work mm-hmm. right True. and uh, and going with any of these kind of things is uh, is a short short way for failure unless you have investigated and explored these things yourself so mm-hmm. markets are very in the investment markets are very dicey right you right, know yeah. um and everybody thinks you know i'll do day trading and make money day trading requires a lot of effort day, mm. day trading requires for you to be 24 hours you know 12 hours tracking what is yeah. going up what is going down and and then uh, uh, being completely plugged into all the envi- the news in the environment mm-hmm. you know suddenly there's infrastructure requirement therefore cement will go up or whatever will go up right yeah uh, it requires a lot of effort people do it as a full time job what people mm-hmm. what kids do on the sideline is like you know lunch break let me take out my phone okay yeah. <laughs> you know I, think, i see yeah i think what they turn to with these videos and and even um, technology or these robo advisors that will come mm-hmm. to yeah. later on that have really um, while they have democratized the whole fin- financial literacy area it also comes with the uh, bane of this credibility and the psychology of you know i can make money just sitting yeah. around yeah. Uh, but i think that's the kind of ease that we as a generation are turning to right i yeah. mean if there are already been expert day traders that have spent years spending 24 hours a day figuring out market trends uh, i can just get that knowledge from them and uh put it to my benefit it's good that democratization is there and people are sharing information but you should not be gullible to go with the first thing that you see you should mm-hmm. do your own research base it on um experts advice and yeah. data and take decisions based on that because you don't want to like be cheated yeah. off uh, whether you just because yeah. you want a quick solution exactly yeah. mm-hmm. exactly true and it's not easy to make money you have to it's it's a It's not as easy as saying that you can make it in 15 minutes. Right? <laughs> Before this uh, podcast even started you'd mentioned about the psychology of money by Morgan Housel. Yeah. Even in that book there's a uh, what we understand through it is that we don't need to follow trends. Yes. But that is what is happening. So do you have something to like talk about how following trends can actually lead to the downfall of your Well, um I if it's a given call it downfall hmm. some people are able to uh, create trends and you know make make uh, uh, their profit out of it some people then just hop hop onto the bandwagon and then try to get as right. much out of it as possible right so in the psychology of money the book that you were referring to which is a very good book and i advise that everybody should read it so mm-hmm. they say there's no standard stuff like you go out, reach out to somebody saying somebody who's a gen z person and say uh, you know uh, what do you think about money and what are your mm-hmm. plans your plans are very different from a person who's like 40 years old and somebody who's 60 years old right yeah. your phase of life also yeah. determines that because as, as as gen z you probably want to like plunge money on mm. uh like visiting new places and in and, and 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 that kind of stuff whereas somebody who's much older may want more, more security in life and uh have more other needs yeah. like education for their kids and all that so the investment plans for all of those are very different so you cannot have a one one size fits all kind of a, yeah. uh, a kind of an approach and definitely not the youtube recommendation right <laughs> that's not going to get i haven't uh, i hear ex- a, you know examples of somebody who made a lot of money and mm. stuff like that but I personally do not know how how much of truth is there in that and yeah. whether that's you know it's um like you mentioned it's it's not just the phase of life that the investor itself is in it's also to do with the time of um the w- world where it is in and where technology is in in general because it's very interesting a uh, world economic forum uh, put up an article that spoke about how um gen z is splurging less and less and is a lot more 
conscious and conscient is about their retirement now mm-hmm. and they're sitting and planning for their retirement plan and you know how to get that done so they don't want to be in trouble when they don't have work anymore so uh, i think something that they that came up there is what gen z is doing is they're not only using uh, media to help them through that but they're increasingly using ai to yeah. help plan their retirement strategies and everything right so there is uh, on uh, on on youtube or or generally a concept that's going around called fire right which is financial hmm, yeah. independence and retire early um and i know everybody wants to do that it, you know everybody's dream is that by 35 40 you have enough money in the bank so that yeah, you can just put up your feet and relax and then everybody has read rich dad poor dad and has their concept <laughs> of what to make uh, atomic habits <laughs> yeah yeah right uh, these are all good reads i mean you get you have takeaways from that which mm. you definitely um can employ in your investing strategies right mm. um like you said yes ai um, a lot of decisions now in the market is driven by uh, trading decisions are di- driven by ai right, right. Uh, so the selling buying all of that so it's 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 quite weird in a sense just based on patterns mm. um and what has happened for the past so many years mm. uh, they 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 predict that somebody should buy something and so and you basically don't have too many traders traders like you know human traders yeah, right? yeah, everything yeah, yeah. is ai decided right um which is which is a good thing but it's also in a sense like a sort of scary thing as well right mm-hmm. it could be sort of reemphasizing the same wrong patterns because yeah. ai is just learning from itself and more of the same stuff stuff goes inside also the whole privacy thing yes yeah. there's also Wolf the for false it would be very different if it was short to today exactly <laughs> exactly right uh, the the penny stocks and all would have been yeah, like completely blue chip different. and all we've yes. not heard of it in so long yes yes mm. so like since we are in the topic of ai like another financial digital trend that's been on the rise are these things called robo advisors mm-hmm. and these are digital platforms that provide automated investment services like algorithm driven financial planning and everything and there is no human intervention in this mm-hmm. at all mm-hmm. for those unaware a typical robo advisor asks questions about your financial situation and future goals through an online survey this uses a lot of your own personal data to offer advice and automatically invests for you so how do you think like technology like this particularly algorithms and automation play a role in modern trading as such and what are the benefits and risks associated with this so the good thing about ai is that you know there is um, so much of data out there and there are mm-hmm. patterns and the patterns repeat and therefore these uh, having a machine do that versus a yeah. human do that True. makes it more efficient mm-hmm. um but there is always a human element to it these these can be gamed right a lot yeah. of these things can be anyways gamed like i know that Uh, very recently like uh, from uh, one of those big banks two guys uh, hmm. got thrown out because they would create that artificial thing in the market okay. uh, right. yeah which is like creating this i'm going to sell i'm going to sell i'm going to sell and everybody's like trying to sell and then suddenly they'll start buying right yeah. and of course they got caught for it right so it is still possible to game the system through uh, whether you're doing ai and all that i do think uh, it's it's great um it can be used it is should de- is definitely mm. being used in a lot of areas where data crunching and all is required yeah. but i think finally you know the human uh, brain uh, is the one that should take a decision and it, a lot of this is based on emotions decisions yeah it comes down yeah. to a gamble it does like right today the finance trend that is really all the talk and hype right now yeah. uh, is options yeah. um and that's the thing about i uh, sell, sell buying high sell yeah, low yeah, and yeah. 
a lot of people are somehow benefiting from that but uh, it's going to be a gamble at the end of the day but ai is very um, the predictability doesn't really bridge that gap does it um what i was trying to say is that yes ai does th- does stuff but it is possible for us for the incredible human game human uh, brain to still game it right, right? Yeah. it is possible for us to just to over uh, um what do you say over uh, i mean ignore the ai hmm. uh, part of it and still go ahead and take a decision based off on their own sort of you know i feel this is the right thing mm. to do at this point of time right mm-hmm. it's doable it's it, it's done so but you know this, the the uh, there's there's also this book called life 3.0 which you should which is all about ai right okay, and the first okay, yeah. couple of thing couple of uh, pages is about envisioning a scenario in a world completely run by ai right oh. and it talks about how a secret set of people who were set set aside to develop this mm-hmm. ai thing and how they um, started off by first gaming the amazons Uh, what is it called you know those amazons um, um things that they do work uh, amazon turk amazon okay. turks right oh, you small yeah. tasks and also these the guys game it and they finally reach a stage where they can actually overthrow democracies of fully elected governments oh, democratic yeah. governments yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> and replace them with people because you have created an image of what is trump's election Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What is Trump's election? election? Right. They created this whole false th- narrative about yeah. your life is at danger, is in mm. danger. You got to vote for him. Yeah. Only. How is that created? All the data of the people who are like, right. Yeah. So the whole AI thing can take a completely different. And if you look at, if you actually use the YouTube to look at some of the AI uh, gurus who are talking about AI, mm-hmm. that's exactly the thing that they are warning against. All the people from Google's and uh, Microsoft of the world who are now putting in their papers saying, "No, I don't want to work in this space because there is no regulation in the AI space." Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And an unregulated space is like a, a play ga- play area yeah. for any of the crooks. Right. And mm-hmm. if somebody gets into this thing of "I want to run the world." and you know he has control over these things then for him to overthrow completely elected governments and put their people yeah. instead and run the way they want to it's great if it is if it's a, you know set of good guys but if it's not oh. a set of good guys so ai is good but you know there's a dry line i think we should draw and there's also a whole regulation piece around it it cannot be that you outsource all your decisions to the ai and right, then just sit yeah. back and say okay you know ai is going to make decisions so that's going to be a problem yeah Uh, we've talked a great deal about personal finance per se, but uh, how do you think s- such technology or advancements in AI has changed the landscape of perhaps larger banks? Uh, so earlier, all these banks. So I'll tell you what they—they they were all unconnected, right? So you would have a bank account, right? Um, uh, when you're a student, you started a bank account, right? right. Persons. now moved on and become like a middle aged person or or a young person has started a family hmm. um then goes on to become like start a business and goes on to then do other things in their life grow their company hmm. um earlier they would reach out to the bank and the bank would have no way of knowing their life cycle life cycle and being able to connect them and to be able to exp- uh, you know offer them offerings which are right, yeah. which are which are needed for them at that point of time hmm. yeah with this ai stuff and with all the data that they are now able to connect they are they are able to predict and proactively reach out to people saying oh you know what you got uh, you you were in college you did this now we understand that you have taken a loan to start a small uh, oh, cake business okay it's a little creepy yeah but you know what we can give you a loan you can establish your business and grow it yeah right so we're going to give you a loan and mm-hmm. you may not have thought of it 
but the bank reaches out to say do you want a loan and you're like oh yeah maybe i should take a loan yeah so you take a loan mm. right mm. and you say okay then you say oh life events have happened now this person's uh, probably got uh, a kid or two <laughs> hey you know what do you want this right do you want to invest for your kids mm-hmm. right that you know college fund for your kids or whatever the, the americans do so okay. early there was no way of tracking this right? right you would probably not be able to connect the story and not be able to reach out to people at different life life points and that's such a paradoxical view that ai has brought a personal it has it has it, yeah. it has it mm-hmm. has right and then you could also then say oh these people in this category in this area follow this kind of a cycle so True. i mm-hmm. i will map any other person and then go and ask them proactively like do you want to do this because yeah. i got it from somewhere else right cultural mm-hmm. psychology yeah behind. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and um, since like we we'll just go back to collecting information from social media influencers like yeah. influencers so there's a lot of misinformation like uh, hiran had mentioned before there are a lot of clickbaits yeah. like uh, this step using cryptocurrency can make you a billionaire in 2 minutes and mm. all of that they only talk about the stock picks that work out mm. they don't talk about the stock picks that do not work out yeah so how do you differentiate this sort of content and how do you tackle this misinformation and oversimplification of uh, investing and yeah. finance in general so two things one i would ask you to only um, follow or take the advice of people who are like known and trusted financial mm. experts right okay, okay. um and secondly that even if you take their ex- advice it may not be relevant to your life cycle or your yeah, life interest so yeah. you have to actually um correlate the two and see whether it makes sense mm. and then do the thing which is right by you right and then of course there is always this old school asking your father or your uncle or somebody <laughs> yeah. that always that almost always never uh, fails and your mother right. don't forget your mother yeah, yeah. i can't say uncle and father aunt and <laughs> yes, mother everybody mother. yes yeah uh, thank you so much for talking with us about all of this today you thank you so much for all the tips and advice you gave uh, for gen z uh, to not uh, lead blind and follow the blind and uh, it was really interesting to hear about the even cultural and financial trends that ai has taken in this space and uh, it was really great and insightful talking to you and it was more like uh, an assurance for us to like follow our own paths to investing and uh, finances rather than following trends and uh, media so uh, thank you so much for uh, having this conversation with us likewise it was a pleasure talking to both of you thank you